Hello. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Voice of the Missionaries podcast. I'm very glad to be here today. As you can tell, I'm not Elder Harrington. Elder Harrington should be joining on in just a few minutes. Um, but as we kind of get started and as people join on, feel free to leave comments, to leave your thoughts, anything you want, um, questions that you may have about what we talk about today. But I am very excited to be here today um, to be sharing insights about the Book of Mormon, how we can be able to grow Jesus Christ as we read the Book of Mormon and we talk about it here today. And there is Elder Harrington. How's it going, Elder Harrington? Pretty good. How's it going? Doing fantastic. I'm very glad to be here today and glad that everything's running smoothly this time. Yeah, seems to be going pretty well. Glad to be on. Yes, sir. Well, um, you know, in case you didn't hear it, uh, what we'll be talking about today is we're going to be talking about the Book of Mormon. And as you know, those that are coming in, whether this is live or recorded, you see that title and it says, The Book of Mormon, God's People. And really, we'll be talking about what makes someone uh, a person of God, one of God's people. We'll be talking about um, the people that lived in the Book of Mormon and how they became God's people through obeying him and through following what he wants us to do. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And this is, I think, one of my a, a favorite of mine. I'm going to talk about the Book of Mormon, this topic, um, because it allows us to um, review some of the history uh, of, you know, what God has done for us uh, here on the earth as, as his children here on the earth. Um, the, the fact that the Book of Mormon, we've talked about already, you know, what it is and, and what it contains, but the fact that it teaches us um, with examples from the past meant for today. Um, so, you know, like, like Elder Roberts was talking, like already mentioning, if you guys have any questions, feel free to leave them in the comment section today. Um, we would love to be able to hear from you. This is why we do the live format here on Facebook Live, so that way we can have a little bit of feedback, have a conversation back and forth, because it is much, uh, I think it's much more fun to talk and have a conversation here than just to hear either me or Elder Roberts speaking and, and preaching, um, instead to, to be able to talk here and have a conversation. It totally. And if you're listening on like Spotify, Apple, or any other of those kind of podcasting platforms where you may not be able to physically see us, that is totally okay. If you want to reach out to us through uh, Facebook or anything else to learn more about this podcast, learn more about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, feel free. We will be so happy to have you come and have you uh, participate with your comments and your your thoughts and your devotion to Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. All righty. Well, uh, we can go ahead and get started a little bit on what we're going to be talking about today. Like Joe Roberts is introducing with us, talking about the history of God's people. Um, and we'll, But we'll open with uh, an opening prayer out of Roberts. Yes, sir. Our dear Heavenly Father, we are grateful to be here today. We're grateful for this time that we have to talk about thee and about thy son, Jesus Christ. We pray that as we talk now that thy spirit will be with us to help everyone who's watching this be able to feel thy spirit and thy love more and grow their faith and their desire to become more like Jesus Christ. We're so grateful for the examples that we have in thy scriptures, which give us 
patterns to live our lives after the manner of happiness. And we pray for this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lord Roberts. Alrighty, so um, if you guys remember the past, we talked about, you know, the fact that the Book of Mormon came forth by miraculous circumstances uh, here in the modern days. And we talked about, uh, you know, the wise purpose that our Father in Heaven, God, has behind um, the Book of Mormon and what it does for us. We talked about how it's another testament of Jesus Christ. Um, and so today we'll be starting off with Luke, who we talked about last time, we talked about the starting of the people of the Book of Mormon. Um, and if anybody remembers, that is the Nephite and the Lamanite people. Um, and they had a, a long and a complex history that goes throughout the entirety of the Book of Mormon um, and, and contains, you know, like we were talking about, that message that Heavenly Father or, or our Father in Heaven has for us, prepared for us to hear today. Yep. And so as we, as we read and we talk about these people, uh, an invitation for each one of you watching is to place yourself in the shoes of these people. You know, what would you do in these circumstances? And, you know, would you try to grow closer to God as many of them did? And so we'll, we'll just jump right into it by kind of starting off with the very beginning of the Book of Mormon. And so if you have a physical copy or you're reading digitally, if you want to open up to the very first page, it starts off and has this big bold text that says the first book of Nephi. We'll read um, just that first sentence or two, kind of that, that big paragraph. It says, an account of Lehi and his wife Sariah and his four sons being called, beginning at the eldest, Laman, Lemuel, Sam, and Nephi. The Lord warns Lehi to depart out of the land of Jerusalem because he prophesieth unto the people concerning their iniquity and may seek to destroy his life. And so right there, that is kind of what happens at the very beginning of the Book of Mormon. There's this family, and they are living in Jerusalem at this time. And the dad of this family, Lehi, he is telling people about how they're doing these, you know, these bad things, and they need to repent. And the people don't listen to him, and they, in fact, they try to kill him. And so... Um, Lehi and his family and his sons and, and his wife, they actually leave Jerusalem to seek for a better life where they will be able to live in freedom and to worship God how they feel that they should. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at this time, you know, they were, they were like you were saying, they were undergoing a lot of persecution in Jerusalem. Uh, and the Lord um, you know, gave Nephi a vision and, and told him that he needed to leave um, because uh, as we know in the history of the Bible, it is recorded that Jerusalem uh, was taken away captive into Babylon. Uh, and this is uh, right about where the, where the beginning of the Book of Mormon comes into play. Um, the, you know, Nephi, Nephi and, and his, his father Lehi and their family, they are warned to, to leave Jerusalem because of the consequences that is coming towards it. And they are righteous people, so they were guided out. They were promised that if they had faith in the Lord, that he would lead them to a better place, which was the promised land. Um, and, you know, as they decided to have faith upon, you know, this vision that God gave them and the answer to their prayers, um, they decided that it was good for them to leave Jerusalem. And so they did. And as they left Jerusalem, they faced a lot of different trials. Um, and they were, um, you know, they were, they had to work through these trials in order to um, be blessed, which all comes through having faith, which is what the Book of Mormon is a message of. Yep. And as these people, they had faith, they left 
everything they had. As we read in the first little bit of the Book of Mormon, sounds like Leah and his family were pretty well off. You know, they had a lot of stuff. But as they took a position of faith and they listened to what God wanted them to do, they left all that behind because he promised something better. And they left and they spent years getting to that promised land, which is um, you know, generally in the region of what we would now call today America, uh, a completely other side of the world. And as they came there, they continued being industrious, good people, and they uh, built cities, they built uh, civilization. And at one point, um, we mentioned how Lehi is kind of the father, and then his you know, sons were uh, Laman and Nephi, and then a couple of the other ones. And, you know, Laman, he was a guy who kind of wanted to do his own will. He only really followed his father because that was kind of what was expected of him. And so Laman, he really just wanted to do what he wanted. He wanted to, uh, as he states in the book, to be a ruler over the people. And so because Nephi had been this righteous man, he had followed Christ, he had followed God and what they said to do, he was angry. And so they actually sought to kill Nephi and the people that believed in God. And then we come into kind of this split between uh, what become known as the Lamanites and what become known as the Nephites. As these two civilizations split apart, they developed in their own ways. The Nephites tried to follow God as closely as possible. And through that, they were blessed a lot. And I guess a lesson we can kind of take from this split is those Lamanites, they were doing those things that are against what God wants us to do. And, you know, a lesson we can take from that, applying ourselves to it, is to kind of like flee from evil, to get away from you know, bad things, whether they be presently in the moment with us, you know, a temptation to do something bad, whether it be a situation, whatever it may be, we can take courage knowing that these people, the, these Nephites left a bad situation and pursued a better course. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, I think that comes with faith, like what Robert's talking about, we need to flee away from things um, that, are, that are evil in our lives, which is part of the message of the Book of Mormon, that the lesson that we can learn from it. Um, you know, as these, as you know, the Nephites and the Lamanites split, and when they came here to the Americas, um, uh, over time, uh, the Nephites, having been a people of God and being righteous, led by Nephi, um, they were prospered because the Lord prospers those who keep his commandments, and they prosper those who seek after them. They, he blesses them. And so the Nephites became prosperous. They became um, closer to... Um, closer to God as time went on. Uh, and then over time, you know, the Lamanites has, as they were not, um, as they were not uh, faithful to, to God, they too were, um, they were, they were not prospered. They were not blessed because um, they were not seeking to come after Christ, uh, which brings to mind a verse in the book of Mormon. Um, it's actually in the, just the third chapter of the whole book, uh, an incredibly powerful verse right off the bat. Um, it says, and it, it's Nephi speaking, um, talking about um, some of the commandments that he was given when they were asked to leave Jerusalem, when they were asked to act in faith. Um, and then at, in this example here, you know, as the Nephites and Lamanites grew more distant, 
um, also, you know, keeping the commandments, you know, having the faith to continually um, rely upon God. Nephi says, And it came to pass that I, Nephi, said unto my father, I will go and do the things that the Lord hath commanded. For I know the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish a thing which he commandeth them. Um, and I think this verse um, talks powerfully about how, you know, when we you know, choose to follow God and we don't, um, it can bring blessings into our lives. But the, our Father in Heaven does prepare ways, no matter what, that we are able to be blessed as long as we have faith. Um, which is, um, thank you, uh, Sarah Harrington, for your, for your comment there. Uh, I like how she compared um, Abraham and, and Isaac um, in, the, in the Bible because um, the, the experiences of the prophets in the Bible and the experiences of those in the Book of Mormon are similar because God blesses all of his children. Uh, and so the, the faithfulness uh, of those individuals um, you know, shows also here uh, with Nephi and Lehi and, and their families uh, how when we have faith, we can be blessed and prospered in our lives. Yeah. And I mean, I personally have seen that so much in my life. <clears throat> I've seen as I have, you know, done those right things, as I'm on a mission right now, trying to tell people about Jesus Christ all day, every day. I feel so much more happiness and <clears throat> I may not necessarily be prospered physically. I may not have a mansion and millions of dollars, but the best prospering that I can ask for is to be happy. And I am happy. I'm able to go out every day and tell people about something that I love and something that brings me this happiness into my life. And that's what these Nephites did is as they were prospering because they were doing what God said, they were keeping those commandments. <clears throat> they didn't just stay by themselves. They actually tried to reach out to these Lamanites, these people who were doing those bad things, who were doing wicked um, you know, actions. And they constantly tried to reach out and help them. They constantly reached out and were like, hey, you know what? This brings us joy. Why don't you, you know, come and feel the happiness that we can feel? And so as we... Um, you know, as disciples of Jesus Christ, as people that love him, we constantly try to improve the lives of others. And of course, it doesn't always work out. The Nephites didn't have very many people from the Lamanites that came over to <clears throat> join, their, um, join their civilization and their happiness. But those who did, they found that everlasting happiness that they knew they would have, like I said, forever. It would never go away. And, you know, of course, you know, these people, they weren't, they weren't strictly all good and all bad. There were some bad and there were some good mixed in between all of those. And as this kind of mixture changed throughout over the, you know, over the centuries, there was actually kind of a, a trade-off, if you will, a flip, where the Lamanites, because they had been preached to by these Nephites. They'd been told about these good things. A um, majority of them actually turned into good people, and they uh, came around, so to speak, and they started learning about God. And the Nephites, on the other hand, they had been prospered so much, they had all these material possessions. They had, you know, <clears throat> riches beyond imagining, but they 
started thinking that they were the ones that had given themselves that. They were the ones that set themselves up with all this wonderful, uh, you know, things to enjoy on this earth. And because of that, because they focused on their riches and on uh, doing evil, they actually started to not prosper because they had gone more along the lines of being a worldly person, of, of changing their tune from listening to God to listening to what they wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this, I, I, we call this the, uh, the, the pride cycle or, or cycle of humility. Um, because, you know, it's true in our lives that it is important to remember the blessings that God's given us, such as the scriptures um, and, and possessions in our lives uh, when he prospers us. It doesn't mean that he will always give us material possessions, but that when he does, as we remain grateful for the things and focus on the fact that it is our Father in heaven that blesses us with everything, and it is, and it is his son, Jesus Christ, that you know, sacrifices um, himself so that we are able to um, be prospered and redeemed from, from mistakes we make. As we focus on what our, our Father in heaven has given us, um, we are continuing to be prospered, remembering who it is that gives it to us, gives those blessings to us. Uh, and so in this instance, when, you know, the Nephites learned that there were, that they, when the Lamites learned that there were blessings that they could be receiving, they decided to become more righteous. Um, the Nephites, on the other hand, um, like Elder Robert said, got, they got puffed up. They thought that, you know, they thought that they were, they were all of it. They, they thought that they were the star and they started to forget about the blessings and who it was that had really been blessing them. Um, the consequences of that is that they were, you know, they were removed from those those blessings, and they were those blessings were given to the Lamanites, and the Nephites began to not prosper anymore. They began to dwindle in unbelief, um, and the hard times came upon them, uh, and, and they began to be incredibly wicked. Um, while the, ne the the Lamanites were then, you know, becoming more righteous, um, and so and kind of I think, you know. Part of that lesson is having humility, um, but I, I think a, a good lesson from that also is um, focusing on the fact that we can always improve ourselves. Um, we can always become better uh, in our lives, um, and not only can be, but we need to try to be. Um, we need to um, we need to to work to to become better in our lives, <laughs> um, which is actually a quote from um, from from a great missionary that I know. Um, being able to improve ourselves, we need to always try to be better. Yeah, and it it may not be, you know, a huge jump in a day, right? Because I know for myself, I don't change overnight. And we hear that phrase because most of the time, 99.9% .9 of the time, it's not going to happen. There are those rare cases, but most of the time, it's those 1% gains, those 1% increases. And as we improve just 1% per day. By the end of the year, we're almost four times the person that we were at the beginning of the year because we've sought constant improvement. We might have some setbacks. We might have some things that, you know, push back our faith a little bit. But as we seek to grow every day, then we feel God's love more and we become like these Lamanites. They went from a, a place of total wickedness of doing everything wrong to a place where they were the most righteous people on the land at that point. We can, we can mirror ourselves in that story. Now, we are comparatively down here to where we could be. And, you know, growing our faith takes time. It really does. And it takes effort through saying prayers to God to 
you know, even starting with the belief that he's there to then saying a prayer and hoping, you know, having the faith that he'll answer. And then, of course, we increase our faith by reading these wonderful scriptures that we have. The Book of Mormon says another testament of Jesus Christ because it tells us about him. It tells us about how to grow closer to him and become more like him. And, of course, you know, these, these basic fundamental actions that we take of reading our scriptures, saying prayers, oftentimes going to church where we get to be around those who have that same love for God, then as we do that, our faith increases by one, those 1% 1 gains. And, you know, eventually we're going to look back at the past year, the past month and go, wow, you know, I really have grown. I may have not noticed the difference very fast, but it was there. And, you know, we can always become better or worse. And we just have to focus on kind of our slope. Where are we headed? Are we heading up or have we headed down? I guess, Elder Harrington, as you've kind of looked back on your life, right? You're, you're a missionary right now. How have you seen maybe that change in your life or how have you seen growth or maybe some setbacks in your life affect your faith? Mm, that's a good question. Um, well, I think for me, uh, when I was preparing to, to be a, a missionary, um, to be able to come out here to, to California, San Diego, um, I was... I was trying to come closer to Jesus Christ, and I decided that I really needed to, to devote myself to scripture study, um, to studying the, the words that God has given us on this earth to guide us, um, the Book of Mormon being the most amazing of those, because it is the true uh, word of God here on the earth today, um, and it has such amazing, powerful testimonies in it, and I decided I need to, I need to know that better, I need to, to make that an integral part of my life. Um, where before my mission, uh, I had kind of, you know, I had, it was a part and I knew it. Uh, I knew some of it, but I didn't. It wasn't part of me. I, I just knew it. Um, and so I decided I needed to make it an integral part of my life. And as I decided to read the scriptures more, to read them daily, and to apply them to myself, um, myself, and to make it an important part of my life, the most important part of my life, um, you know, focusing on my Savior. I became stronger, and I my faith grew, my testimony grew, uh, and here I am as a missionary, able to help others be able to come much closer to, to Jesus Christ. Which, um, for anybody listening, that's that's what our message is today. You know, it's what our message always is: is helping everybody come closer to Jesus Christ as missionaries, because that's what's important. Yeah. You know, like Spencer was talking about, that one percent better. Always trying to improve, always trying to build our faith to come closer to our Savior Jesus Christ and the amazing blessings that He gives us every single day. I love that, Elder Harrington. I love that you've been able to see going on your mission, which I gotta say is a huge step. It's not easy to devote two years of your life to nothing but talking about Jesus Christ. But, you know, as we make those sacrifices and you listening right now, that may be something you're looking forward to doing, or it may be another sacrifice, but whatever sacrifice you make, um, you know, just like Sarah said in the comments here, the story of Abraham and his son, you know, we, we all have our sacrifices and what are we willing to give up to grow closer to Christ? And so I guess an invitation to everyone listening to this, whether, you know, on whatever platform live or recorded is pray um, as soon as you are done listening to this, pray and 
listen to what you're supposed to do to to sacrifice. What are you supposed to do to give something to Heavenly Father to become closer to him? And listen for that answer. It may not come immediately after you finish praying, but I can guarantee you that there is something that we all can work on and you specifically can work on to become better, to grow closer to God. And these people, you know, they, these Nephites and these Lamanites, they were constantly striving to do that. Maybe in their own way that didn't always work out, but they were. And, you know, the, the crowning, the most important event in the Book of Mormon is when Jesus Christ himself came to visit these people. Jesus Christ, he lived in uh, Jerusalem in Israel, and he had been crucified and killed. And then he was brought back to life. He was resurrected, given a perfect body back. And, you know, he says in the Bible that I have other sheep that I must visit. And some of those other sheep were the Nephites. And so he came to America and he um, appeared to the Nephites and they get, he gave them his doctrine, what he wanted them to do to be prosperous, to grow closer to him, grow closer to God and become the good people that he needed. He needed them to be truly to bless each other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that crowning event, you know, in the Book of Mormon is my is one of my favorite things to read about um, because it is the literal words of our Savior here on earth in person um, visiting the people in the Americas, testifying to them of what, can, what blessings they can uh, have in their lives as they choose to come closer to him, to build their faith in him, and then also to come closer to God because that is our goal is to come closer to our Father in heaven. Um and, you know, I think it is an amazing um, fact that in just 500 some pages in this book, um, we are able to receive um, the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ taught through the mouths of prophets and through himself. Um, I think it is an amazing um, testimony in our lives, which, you know, is something that me and other Roberts can both testify of as missionaries. This is something that is an essential part of our lives, but um it is also something that we have both seen blessings of. Um, you know, it is a strong witness of the truthfulness of the gospel and of our Savior Jesus Christ and what he does for us in our lives. He blesses us openly all the time. It is said in the scriptures that if you have just a particle of faith, just a little bit, a seed or a desire to have faith in the future, that you are blessed. Um, and, you know, we can promise you that as you have a desire to come closer to Jesus Christ and have a desire like Nephi of old um, to act upon the commandments that our Father has given us to seek after him, to come closer to our Father in heaven and the Son, Jesus Christ, there are uncountable blessings. And there is an infinite number of blessings that are open to you as you have a desire to come closer to him. Um, you know, and that is my testimony, um, you know, that there are those blessings uh, around us at all times and they are open to us and they are here for us to just reach out and grab as long as we have a desire to come closer to our Savior. Yeah. And I mean, just to add my own thoughts onto that, I think that that's one of the most important things to remember is that all these blessings God has they're just waiting right there for us. 
All we have to do is like Elder Harrington said, reach out, so to speak. It may not, of course, be literally reaching out, but as we reach out in prayers, we reach out through reading the scriptures, those blessings are right there. And all we have to do is do that small little bit of effort that we need to put in to receive that blessing. And I mean, just like uh, Nicole said, she says, as I put in time and effort and become closer to Christ, I find I'm much happier on a daily basis. And that's actually very true. Now, we live after the manner of happiness as we follow Jesus Christ and we focus on him. And putting in, as missionaries, of course, we put in all of our time. 24-7 is about becoming a better person and helping others become a better person. But as you take that 1% gain that we talked about earlier, and if you haven't said a prayer ever and you say just one prayer, you're going to be happier. If you say one prayer a day now and you increase to two prayers a day, you're going to be happier. You know, that's something we'll also promise you. As you do those actions and we, we put in our, our effort, put in that little bit of effort, then we will be prospered just like these Nephites. And, you know, that's a lot of what Christ's doctrine was. The, the most important part of the Book of Mormon is where Christ comes. And when he comes, he talks. And a lot of what he talks about is do this and you will be blessed. Do this and others will be blessed. He talks constantly about prayer, about attending church, about, um, you know, learning of him. As we do those things, we're blessed. He promises that. What could be a more powerful testimony than what Christ himself says? You, know, you can take my word if you want. You can take out our Harrington's, but at the very least, take what Christ says and believe what he says, because he is the most perfect person. And his words are the words that are going to bring you the most joy. And these Nephites realized that. And as Christ appeared, he, you know, he eventually had to leave them. And once he left, there's this amazing scripture in the Book of Mormon. And uh, I'll read that, but it's on page 465. And at the very beginning of this chapter here, it talks about what happens when we keep the commandments. It says, um, <clears throat> it came to pass in the 30 and 6th year, the people were all converted unto the Lord upon all the face of the land, both Nephites and Lamanites, and there were no contention and dispute, disputations among them. And every man did deal justly one with another. So these people, they're, they're following Christ. They're doing what you know, they've been told by Jesus Christ. And it says there were no contentions and disputations among them. Things were, things were going okay. Things were happy because they were following the commandments. And then in verse 3, it follows up and it says... And they had all things common among them. Therefore, they were not rich and poor, bond and free, but they were all made free and partakers of the heavenly gift. That heavenly gift is that happiness. It's not a temporary pleasure, a temporary fun. It's lasting happiness. That's what that gift is from Heavenly Father. And as we, we seek for that heavenly gift, naturally those contentions, those things, those problems that we have with people, they are going to be set on the back burner as we focus on our discipleship with Jesus Christ and becoming closer to him. And, you know, I know I've seen it in my life countless times 
that as I try to become more like Christ, I see blessings for me and for the people around me. And, you know, that is our promise to you again. As you do that, you will be blessed and the people around you will be blessed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and that leads us to our invitation. Um, which for any of you who are listening to this live, um, who are listening to the recording, whether on any, any media platform here on Facebook, wherever it is, um, we would invite you to pray, but also to pray specifically about what we talked about today. Pray about the Book of Mormon and start reading it because it has um, an amazing testimony for us that is just there and ready to read. Um, and we can promise you that as you pray and as you have a desire to learn more and to come closer to our Father in Heaven and His Son, Jesus Christ, that your burdens will be made lighter, that you will be prospered and blessed in life, uh, and that things that maybe you thought were difficult before will become easier. Um, because our Father in Heaven promises us that as we have a desire to come closer to Him, and as we have a desire to learn more about Him, there are an incredible number of blessings, an infinite number of blessings that can come to us as soon as we have a desire to have faith. It opens the doors of heaven to us. Um, so we would invite you guys to, to read the Book of Mormon and to pray about it, um, because it is that, that piece of Holy Scripture in our lives. Um, and if you have questions and you'd like to learn more, reach out to us or um, reach out to missionaries around you. Go on to comeontochrist.org um, and, you know, look for missionaries that would love to be able to teach uh, and help you learn more about um, Jesus Christ and, and our Father in Heaven. Um, because as missionaries, that is our entire purpose, to help others come closer to Jesus Christ. Um, but that is all we have um, for this episode this week. Um, so please tune in next week for the another episode of the Book of Mormon segment here with the with some missionaries. Yes, sir. And we will be talking about, just like Elder Harrington mentioned earlier, those restored truths, those truths that um, give us so much more clarity about God and about Jesus Christ. And so mark that on your calendars, and we will see you next week. But thank you guys so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And, of course, you know, I am Elder Roberts. I'm Elder Harrington. We are missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thank you all for coming on. Next week we'll be having our episode on Saturday again at 1 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time or 12 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And we cannot wait to see you guys there. We look forward to seeing you guys. Have a great rest of your all's day. We'll see you guys. <laughs>